The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Good Sunday morning to everyone out there. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. You know, we we like to put out a show that can be entertaining and informative. And, uh, you know, we need to have people like you out there listening. And uh, we appreciate it. And you can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca. Kelvin is the money guy. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country, and he is a great asset to have. And you can have him at your fingertips by visiting askkelvin.ca, askkelvin.ca. You want to book a call with him at a time and date of your choosing. There is a link there. You schedule a call and you pick the time and date that works for you. And you don't have to play telephone tag or anything like that because that time is set up. That's what he's doing then, and he's going to chat with you. And you know, that way you can go in depth with the problems you're having or you know the solution you've come up with. You want to bounce it off him and check with him. You want to have a great financial advisor in your corner? Ask Kelvin.ca. I'll throw out the number to reach him directly as well, privately, at the end of this segment. So please stay tuned for that. But you know what? Why not introduce the guy himself? Hey, Kelvin, the money guy. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good morning, Chris. Kelvin, you know, I think that any time that you've got a holiday like this, it's sort of time to sort of take um, stock in the things you sort of take for granted. And I think that that's. Um, True, you know, any time that you do have an opportunity to sort of take stock of your money life too, you know, you um, take the time to look into your accounts, look into your investments, and you think, you know what, this time of year, you start to sort of think about things. You filed your taxes, and mm-hmm. maybe you got a refund, maybe you owe money, and you need to take a look and see that, see that later yeah. on in the show, as the show goes on, we're going to talk a little bit about what you should be doing with that tax return if you've uh, got a little extra money now all of a sudden if you've you know planned accordingly you've got some extra money that's come back to you from the government and you've got uh, some money to spend or save and Kelvin's got, got some ideas on exactly what you should be doing with that tax return but before we get to that it's been it's kind of becoming a trend here that we <laughs> talk about a wild week in the markets because it kind of has been um Lately, we got some ups and downs and things like that. I know you always say don't get too hung up in those markets going mm-hmm. up and down and stuff, but it can be a little nerve wracking for people when they're you know, watching their retirements. Oh, it is. It's this two weeks has been uh, quite the two weeks, but it happened before and we, we forgot it happened back in October, September 2020. So we forget. But this is this time, you know, things that. They were happening, the spooking, the markets are that recession word. We haven't had to, we haven't heard that in, in ages. You know, the, the markets plunged, uh, I guess, you know, two weeks in a row because what's happening is the Federal Reserve in the US um, being very aggressive with rates, um, like raising rates quite a bit. So that really brings the risk of a recession, right? So. It's the biggest inflation spike in like 40 years. So we've never had to deal with that. In fact, if you're at the tail end of a millennial, you're 40 years old. You never had to put up with this. You were born during the recession, right? So so what is a recession? What do you think it is, Chris? What do you think a recession is? 
I remember a recession from my high school economics class as being two quarters of downward trend. Is that is that correct? I got to dust off my old yeah, so, and figure that out. Yeah. So the definition is uh, um, when we experience negative uh, gross domestic product, so GDP, three uh, GDP slowdown, also rising unemployment, uh, fallen uh, retail sales, and a contracting um, manufacturing and income. So, but when you think about it, yeah, we had some slowdown, right? Like GDP. Mm-hmm. But when they say what the definition of rising unemployment, the reason being that is that, well, nobody wants to work. It's not like there's right. no jobs out there. People are spoiled with staying home over the last two years, getting stimulus, right? So that's running out. Falling retail sales. Well, well, I don't know if you try to buy anything lately, but you can't get it. There's no products. Mm. It's all been held up with the chip or, you know, stuck in the ships or whatever. So until those things. More. Yeah. So. So I say, you know what, I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to buy two of something. I'm going to buy mm. one of them because it costs like you know, 50% more in, in some situations. Yeah. So it's too much money chasing few products. So that's why it's the way it is. So, so the recession, you know, maybe it'll happen end of the year into next year, but it might be a mini one, not like the big one. I mean, last time we had this recession, I think the governments back then got it wrong. They raised interest rates so high that it actually magnified the problem. I think we've learned a lot in the last 40 years of what not to do. So, you know, when you think about the markets year to date, so the Dow Jones is down about seven six percent. The Nasdaq is down about twenty uh, percent, and the S and P is down about seven percent. So, when you think about it, if our year, if our world ended today, like our investing world, and we mm-hmm. went back three years ago, well, twenty twenty. So, had you invested money in twenty twenty? Your average return from 2020, 21, 22, May 22, would be 7.6%. So did you really lose any money? If you invested in the S&P, uh, sorry, if you invested in the NASDAQ from 2020, 2021, until now, your average return over those three years would be 20%. So what did you really lose? Nothing. So you really need to sit back, like I say, and... Just, you know, just sit tight. If you're in the right places, if, you're, if your portfolio is well-balanced, you really have nothing to worry about. This stuff will shake itself out. I mean, at the beginning of last year, they said that uh, the feds in the U.S. is going to raise rates about probably uh, four or five times. Well, it looks like it's going to go up about seven times. Last week, it went it went up 50 basis points, and over the next three or four meetings, they'll raise it again, right? So, you know, the economy is strong, um, believe it or not. Um, you know, with, with higher rates and higher borrowing costs, investors grow more comfortable in the sense that they, they can take comfort that, that Earnings are still high. Things are going on. So people that are listening out there, call your advisor um, if they haven't called you already and kind of make sure you're in the right places and get ready for the rebound. Get ready for, for the, you know, the summer. Typically, you know, Chris, 
May seems to be one of those months where the markets kind of get ready for a holiday, right? Right. Yeah. Then we then we head into June, July, and August where nobody works, nobody does anything. So the the volume traded are are not that high. You know, bad things can happen, good things can happen, and nothing really goes on. Then we get into September, into the fall, and that's where the action happens. That's where things starts to ramp up again. So people should really like I say, make sure your portfolio is is in the right places, uh, balanced based on your risk and, and whatnot. And sit tight. Remember, the old saying is to buy buy low, sell high, and repeat till rich. That's typically sounds the like idea. a plan. <laughs> yeah, and, and it sounds like a plan. And it, you know what? Really, when it comes down to it, we were looking at uh, you know the old adage that. Uh, that I know you've repeated before too, is that it's not, you know, timing the market, it's time in the market. And if you spend yeah. time in the market and making sure that you're invested wisely and in the right places, then you're going to do okay. And, uh, you know, ride these waves. You know, we look at, uh, you know, the central banks raising and interest rates and things like that mm -hmm. in response to a hot market. And right. then, uh, you wind up, you know, you, we read, um, reports that Canadians apparently are a lot of them, if they're told to go back to work, they're going to quit their job and look for another one. So exactly. that says that yeah. a lot of people seem pretty confident in the labor yeah. market too, yeah. right? And so, and remember, yeah. yeah, sorry to interrupt, but remember there's a hundred million people that invest in the market, right? A hundred million. So after the break, we'll talk about our topic, what to do with the refund. And this is appropriate with the refund if you got one because the markets are 10% lower. So, you know, a lot of things, a lot of positive things going on in our money world, to be honest with you. Wonderful. So we'll talk about that as the show continues here on Your Life, Your Money, 640 Toronto. I promised you I'd give out the number to reach Kelvin privately. And here it is, 416-457-7526. That's 416 Four five seven plan, and don't forget you can always visit his website askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot c a. Did you get a refund in your taxes, and you're you know, maybe still waiting on the check, but uh, you signed the papers and you're ready and waiting for it? You're trying to think, what am I going to do with that? Well, Kelvin's got some ideas, and that's coming up as your life, your money continues here on six forty Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of six forty Toronto. Did you get a big refund? You get a big fat check in the mail coming your way. You're planning on maybe what am I going to do with that? I could buy a new TV, finally get that sports car I always wanted, maybe put half a tank of gas in it. That's <laughs> the kind of thing uh, people are thinking about right now if they've got a tax refund on the way and are thinking about what do you do? You know, what, we're also looking at the markets kind of down and thinking, well, maybe this is the time to buy in. Maybe this is a good place to, you know, step into that conga line and uh, hopefully make some money here. We've got Kelvin, the money guy on the line, and he's going to help us talk 
about what you should be doing with that tax refund as uh, you know a lot of people probably thinking about that right now don't forget you can always visit kelvin's website at askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and you can give him a call anytime at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN i won't throw too many phone numbers at you but you just heard the voice people's saying the uh, studio number as we came into the segment here. So if you've got something you want to talk to Kelvin about live on the air, please give us a call. If you've got a question, likely others in the class do too. So thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday and keep listening because I think we've got some interesting uh, advice for you here. Kelvin, what should we be doing? You know, you find yourself, you know, some some people are in the unlikely, <laughs> unlucky situation to be owing money at the end of uh, the tax time. But then uh, a lot of us wind up with a refund and we're thinking, well, what am I what am I going to do? with this? Is, is this is this a windfall? Is this uh, money that I should have had all along and maybe I should be you know, saving it? What, what are you thinking uh, most people should be doing with it? So, yeah, so the tax refund is not really a windfall. It's really your money that the gov- that you loan to the government, um, you know, throughout the year. In fact, it's funny with the refund. Last year, the average refund was about $1,800, right? Which is a lot of money when you think about it. So that means you lent the government $1,800 to do whatever they, they wish, right? So some people... Um, when they get a refund, some people get a huge refund and they think, wow, I got back a lot of money. Well, you really didn't. You really, you, it's really the opposite. Remember, I always say in our business, it's always the opposite. The markets are low, go buy, and blah, blah, blah. Right? Same thing with the refund. So if you're lucky to get one, some people have already spent it, right? They haven't gotten the, re- the refund check yet because the files, taxes were just done last week, but they've already spent the money, which is okay. But what did you spend it on? So I always say to people, when you, if you do get a refund, what you might want to do is maybe look at your debt, right? You know, Canadians have a, a lot of debt, right? We, um, in the last show, we were saying about 74% of Canadians live with debt, right? So what I would do is maybe take some of the money and pay off any high interest debt, like credit card or something like that. You know, maybe the idea is, this, is if you have a dollar, I always say spend half and save half so you don't feel like you're missing out on life's fun things, right? So maybe that's one thing I, I would say um, is to pay off debt. We know inflation is coming. We know um, interest rates are going up really high. So you might want to take that 1800 bucks or whatever you may get and pay down the credit card. You know, get rid of a huge chunk of it anyhow, right? Yeah. We were talking in the beginning. In the, uh? You were saying that, you know, basically we've lent the government this money and they owe it back to us. Now, now they're not paying interest on it, right? You don't get to charge them a, a fat interest rate <laughs> because they took your money for half the year or for most of the year. And then now you may owe some money. You may have, you know, credit card debt, especially if you're mm-hmm. shopping with a retail credit card or something like that. And yeah. That's high interest, and you don't get the luxury of not paying an interest rate on that. So probably really the first thing to do if you've got any extra money that you weren't expecting to have is probably mm-hmm. to pay that down. I, I would say so, or you know, have a look at uh, maybe try 
investing it in your tax savings. Mm -hmm. and, and because the markets are low by the end of the year, by the end of three months, four months, if things go well, you'll make some money and then take the savings from the tax saving and pay down the debt. Always think, you know, always think forward about your money. Um, either it's a refund or you have money sitting around. I'll always think about what's the best thing I can do. And I think the guidance for money is always look at interest rates. What am I paying and what am I getting? So if we could have those thought process in our heads, then we know exactly what to do with our tax refund. Many people that don't have a lot of debt, you know, invest in yourself by maybe contributing, like I say, to a tax-free savings. That's, that's a huge, the tax-free savings is such a huge uh, tool for us to build wealth that we don't realize it. You know, the tax-free saving is underused. Many people haven't, um, don't use the tax-free savings for what it's meant to be. So I would say take the refund and throw it in there or take, you know, uh, put it in there or, you know, maybe 85% of it and put in there and the rest spend on yourself. So always, always think about those kind of things, you know, um, and, and look at, uh, I, I mean, we always say in our business, look at long-term and short-term. Maybe you, maybe you got some bills that you want to pay, um, you know, hydro bill or gas bill, whatever that, that have come in in the last little while. Maybe you want to pay that down, right? So re I guess try and take the refund and sit back with your spouse and evaluate what should we do with this, right? What should, should we pay down our, like how can we relieve our stress using the refund? Because it, it, is, a, it is at the end of the day, a windfall when you think about it. I mean, uh, it's your money you're getting back. So it's like a forced savings almost. So what would I do with it? Right. right now, all of a sudden, you've got that money coming back your way. And, you know, the tax-free savings account is always one that I know we talk about it a million times. People don't fully understand it or appreciate what it can do. And so many people, I know when I set my first one up in 2009 or whenever they, uh, you, you could first set them up, uh, I just used it as a savings account. And I wasn't, didn't, there were no mutual funds. There was nothing in there. It was just a, <laughs> yeah. Here's a piggy bank. I'll put some money in it. And it was basically as useful as putting my money in a piggy bank, except it was a little bit harder to get. Yeah. So, and, and that's one of the, the, the big thing. I, I think people listening should sit with their advisor and really explore the tax savings. We're in a good position in the sense that we're five months into the year, right? The markets from January till now, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, has gone down quite a bit, you know, seven to 20%, depending on where, where you are. So why don't we use our tax refund and the stock markets as our advantage to, to climb ahead? Because, you know, when you look back, when we, when we do this show in November, December, and we look back, we'll say, man, I wish I'd have taken my refund and, and did something constructive with it. I would have probably maybe, you know, made some money that I can spend for Christmas or something like that, right? Yeah. The, the, idea, the idea with the refund for some people that when they borrowed money to by the RSP, the idea was to take the money and pay back the refund, pay back the RSP loan. And many people don't do that. You know, many people just spend the money and then next year comes and they're back in the same boat again where they have to borrow money for the RSP because they owe taxes and so on. <laughs> so you get in that circle, that vicious circle of, uh, you know, I'm never getting ahead. And then you get all worried and upset and, you know, and stressed out. So take this year. 2022 
refund and change your life in some little ways. You know, if you're married, uh, both spouses get back, I don't know, 1500 bucks. That's three grand, right? You could do some serious damage with 3000 pay off bills, you know, high interest debt, you know, invest in a TFSA, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And you know what? That is an important thing that you brought up with the um, borrowing money for the RSP, because I think, uh, you know, that's sort of the name of the game, right? You borrow the money so that you've got the money to invest and then you get the tax buffer and then you get the tax refund and you got to pay back that loan. Otherwise, it was really not for nothing. Right. That's that's part of the plan. Right. And then if you don't actualize that part of the plan, then you get yourself caught in a cycle. And I think a lot of us do that or they we find ourselves thinking, you know, I got this money and, you know, we're going to go on a trip and you know, we'll we'll spring. We'll spring for the convertible on this vacation or something. <laughs> and then you wind up, uh, you know what, uh, that paying back, we'll do that next year. And then you wind up being that should have could have guy. Um, Again, yeah. next next uh, spring, thinking, ah, I wish I'd done things differently, and then you wind up repeating the same behavior again. Yeah, so, sometimes borrowing money for the RSP um, is not really a good idea, you know, because exactly what you said, because it's the vicious cycle where uh, the February of 2023 comes, and I got to put money in the RSP, and I don't have, but I still have my loan from 2022 that I got to pay back, and and many times, you know, the banks tell you to borrow the money and stretch the loan over like three to five years, which is a terrible idea because it means you're not making any money. And with the recession, or not recession, I say with interest rates going up and so on, it's actually costing you money to do that. So have a look at, uh, have a serious look, you know, if you did that June last this year, have a serious look at that because, uh, it could put you further behind in your long-term planning. In the short term, maybe you think it could, you know. It's so important to have a financial advisor like yourself on uh, on your side and in your corner, Kelvin, because you know, you've, you know all these sort of pitfalls that people can fall into. You've seen it happen over your decades of working with uh, clients and you can sort of remind people and sort of be that uh, Jiminy Cricket, that uh, conscience to say, Hey, uh, I, I know I'm being annoying, but re remember we gotta, we gotta do this. And you take care of those details so that, uh, you know, people don't, you know, get the better of themselves or forget, or you take these things in. And then that's why, you know, that's why uh, financial people who work with financial advisors get a better return on their investments in the long run too, because you know what you're you're not leaving it up to yourself. You've got someone who's independent and objective who's going to look at what you're doing and make sure that you're not falling into those pitfalls. It's funny. It's funny that you say that. You know, because I was reading an article the other day about millennials, right? So millennials now are switching to financial, real financial advisors rather than the robo. It's really? funny yeah. because what's yeah, what's happening is the tail end of the of the millennial is forty years old, right? So they're between twenty five and forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's happening with them now is well, they're getting married because they get married uh, older, older, right? Yeah, they're building their careers. They're trying to uh, to build wealth, so they need a real person, not the robo anymore. So it's really backfiring on these robo advise on these robo things because the millennials now 74 percent of them want a real advisor so there's the big shift now that now there's 40 now they're becoming their parents 
because it's it's funny eh? how uh, when you think it's funny that you mentioned that because it's funny how the millennials now are becoming their 60 year old parents because the 60 year old parent already has their advice already build their wealth and they figure out i really need somebody to look after my money i can't do it myself so there's a major shift in what's happening Right. And, you know, as soon as the markets get complicated and things get interest rates start going up, you know, it's really easy to, for a robot to handle things when you don't have that complication and you don't have the complications of, you know, a, a family. And I know myself, I'm in my late 30s. Uh, I guess I'm in my late 30s. I'm on the other side of 35. <laughs> so I'm in my late 30s and I'm looking at things and thinking, you know what, I've got kids now for the first time. Things matter more. And I think that's right. probably what's happening with a lot of those older millennials like myself, who all of a sudden things get real. And and you can't leave things to chance as much. And then you find, well, what's tried and true? What has worked in the past? Well, you know what? An experienced financial advisor is something that I could have that's going to help me put food on my table, make sure that things are safe and secure for my children. And I think that's probably where a lot of these people who are in my demographic are thinking, all right, the fun and games of the of the video gamified stock market <laughs> is over because all of a sudden, you know, when Mario runs out of lives, uh, game over. So we got to yeah. kind of keep make this thing work and get a real financial advisor on our side and that's why it's great to have someone like kelvin in your corner don't forget his website is askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and you can give him a call anytime at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN you know kelvin uh we're, we're going to take a quick break here what can uh people uh, hold on for what uh, what are we going to talk about on the other side of the break yeah, so so we'll continue with what to do with your refund. I mean, um, it seems like a trivial thing, but like everything else, we really need to sit back and you know and think about down the road what we want to do. It's easy to spend it now, and and you know we get to September and it's like, oh my god, I wish I'd have paid down my debt or something. So I'll get into some more little things that we should do that we don't think about. Right. You know, it's not every day that you do wind up with an extra check in the mail. So that refund really is that even if it was money that, you know, you should have had and was owed to you anyway, it's an ex extra money. And it's important that you think about how you're going to spend it. And that's why we're doing this show today. So thank you so much for listening. And thanks for making us part of your Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. We'll continue talking about what you should be doing with that refund as the show continues. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. And happy Sunday to everyone out there. Thank you again for making us part of your Sunday morning and your Mother's Day. This is your life, your money. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. You can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca, askkelvin.ca. Click on that schedule a call link and set up a time and date of your choosing when you can chat with Kelvin about your money life. Or you can call him directly at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. You know, Kelvin, we've been talking about what people should be doing with their tax returns. So, you know, you've uh, been owed you owed money by the government, and they're going to pay you back, and that's nice of them to do so. And you didn't have to go after them or hound them for too long, and you don't have to threaten them or 
uh, break any <laughs> fingers or anything like that. But uh, they're gonna that check's gonna show up in the mail, and you're gonna think, okay, now what am I gonna do with it? We've talked about a few things uh, that people should be doing with it. You know, one of them is you know paying off some of that high interest debt you may have, or investing in yourself by contributing to a tax free savings account. Getting ahead of your bills, thinking about you know the hydro bills and you know, the electrical bills that you're going to have to be paying, or gas bills if you uh, decided you know I'm going to uh, I'm going to put aside some money to get ahead of those bills because I know that I'm going to be paying a little bit more once I fire up that air conditioning or whatever it is, and maybe you know try investing. Is that something you know for people who are you know, not that into the market that that's always something that they could get into mm-hmm. I, I think one important thing is take the refund and, and start to build an emergency fund for yourself we always say you should have money in the bank um, to last for three months you know something was to happen emergency was to happen so take the refund and start maybe start to build that uh, emergency fund so that if the washing machine breaks down you're going to go, oh, my gosh, I don't have any money to fix it, repair it, or buy it, buy a new one. So I would say to maybe set up a little TFSA or a little uh, emergency fund and start with the refund. And then maybe set up a little budget to add to the uh, initial amount to get you there just in case something was to happen. I'm not saying to, you know, sacrifice your future, not, not, not uh, have fun today. But use some common sense, you know. Many people don't have a uh, three-month salary sitting in the bank, right? Because we get caught up in our day-to-day. It's really funny because if you really put some thought into this, you can accomplish all these things just by, you know, not sacrificing your whole life, but sacrificing a little bit to get a lot down the road. So, yeah, take it and build the emergency fund. You can sort of do little pieces of this, right? Like if you're paying off mm-hmm. that high interest debt or something like that, and and maybe next year you build the emergency fund, or maybe as sort of a result of it, because exactly. you know, I found myself in a position where you need to replace a, an appliance or you need to repair it, and, and you know, they don't, they rarely give you warning when they're about <laughs> to break down, and. Yeah. And I've done it with an emergency fund and without, and it's a lot easier with an emergency fund because without, guess how you're buying it with high interest debt, right? So then you've created, you've compounded your problem if you don't have that emergency fund. So if you're lucky enough to have some extra money now, it's great to sort of build that. And then it's not, when when the washer, the dryer, the dishwasher breaks, it's not the end of the world. It's not going to be a problem that's a continued problem in 2023? You know, the old saying is a little from a little equals a lot. So take the little bit that you get and put it away and maybe get in the habit that every year I get my refund in May or June and that every year in May or June, I'm going to pick something, one of the somethings that we talk about to do. It's all getting into habits, you know, like uh, good habits and bad habits. Um, and that's one of the problems, you know, if every year we get the refund, we spend it on, we've already spent it on a trip or a TV or something like that. Maybe we didn't need to do that. Maybe what we should have done was do one of those things. I said, think about this. One of the things we should do is invest in education, right? Invest in your education. Many times your dreams will, will you know, careers will become better. 
your salary will probably go up. So a lot of those things, you know, are, think about this. If you have kids, right? And I always talk about this. You have a 19-year-old, and I use 19 because that's what the numbers I use, right? So if you got a refund of $2,000, it looks like every year you'll get the refund of $2,000 because it's very consistent in how you're taxed, right? So if you took that $2,000 and put it away for your child that's 19 years old and do so for six years, do you know that, when, and don't put any more money in for that child, you know, when they're 65 years old, that money turns into well over a million dollars because it's time. It's time and money, right? Um, so think about, you know, investing in education either for yourself or maybe put it away into an RESP and do something like that for your kids, you know? Um, so, so that's one of the most important things I would think. I mean, they're all important, but what's important for you? Right? What's what's more important for you to do? And that's a huge thing when you think about in, investing in education and stuff because you know the cost of education continues to go up, and I think a lot of people find oh that it can be a big difference maker, and whether it's for sure. your kids making sure that they can make the whatever choice they want in order to get educated and start their own career, or whether it's you making a change in your career and maybe getting extra credentials or completely changing things and being retrained to do a, a specific skill or a trade. You know, you spend the money on yourself. You learn something that you can then turn into a better paycheck or a more rewarding job in the future. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, these are all great things that we could be doing with that extra money. Well, you know, one of the, one of what I find with some people, some clients do is they'll buy a life insurance. Right. Interesting. And the mm -hmm. and the two thousand dollars will buy you, depending on your age and health and whatever, will buy you coverage. So every, so every year your tax refund is funding your your life insurance. So maybe do that. Maybe buy some type of a life insurance or critical illness for yourself, and you know that every year I'm going to get a refund of two thousand dollars. So the two thousand dollars will pay for the life insurance. So those are some of the little things, you know, and after the break, I guess we'll spend some more time about what do I do with my refund. But those are some of the things, you know, you would consider, I would say, um, that you would do with your money. And those are all great advice, uh, piece of advice, and we'll continue giving you some advice when it comes to what you should be doing. And these, the next pieces of advice, I think, are going to be, you know, Feed a little bit into what people really want. Things that you know. What, what do you really want to do? We, we've we've done a lot of lecturing you on what you should be doing, but uh, I think that there's some things that you could be doing that'll uh, make you happy and make the people who like spending a little bit on themselves happy as well. And that's coming up here as we continue on your life, your money. Don't forget, you can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot c a, or you can call him anytime. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. More advice on what you should be doing with that tax return. 
coming up here as we continue your life, your money on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca, that's ask K E L. B-I-N dot C-A is his website. You can schedule a call there or you can give him a ring. I'll throw out the numbers by the end of the show where you can reach him directly as well. And we've been talking about what you should be doing with that tax refund that you're getting in the mail. Maybe you've already spent it. You know what it's going to be. It's funny. There's always a little bit more of a rush when you think you're owing money to pay it, to to sign those papers and everything. (laughs) Then when you think that there's uh, money coming back, because the government's going to pressure you. They're going to, they're going to pressure you to pay back. Uh, You can't pressure them to pay you back though. But a lot of, you know, what we're talking about here isn't meant to be, I joke though, we've been lecturing, (laughs) lecturing you about what you should be doing. (laughs) A lot of it has been about, I think a lot of us want to live more intentionally and do things with a little bit more presence of mind and, Mm -hmm. So about so much of what we do, we just we're just going through the motions, we're just doing them, and we haven't really thought about the why on things. And we just think, well, wait a minute, if I if I take a second to step back and you know, what we're really doing here is just putting the idea in your head, putting the seed of a thought in your head so that you can start thinking about what you should be doing with your money and maybe it's something you you never considered. Um you know what? This is an uh, this is an opportunity when you get that check to invest a little bit in your education. Um, but you know, we're not telling you not to spend a little bit on yourself because you know that's why that's why you're working. You're working so that you've got some money that you can spend it on yourself. And uh, you know, for all the moms out there, I think today is probably a day that they're thinking about spending a little bit on themselves. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, I, I always say you know, spend a bit on yourself. I mean. Life is too short to, you know, just save and sit. I don't mean it in the wrong way to just save and save all your money. I mean, spend some for yourself, and the spend the sum that you're gonna spend, don't just go and buy a burger. Buy the best burger you can buy. You know, treat yourself because at the end of the day, it's your money that you got back that you didn't have all through the year. So if you're going to spend it, make sure you spend it on something, not just ordinary spend it on something special that you wanted so that when you look at your watch or your purse or whatever you you may want it's something that you can say you know what that's what i spent my refund on so you take pleasure in what you do so yes we've been harping on paying off your debt and things like that but common sense but our personality and stuff like that comes into play and we you know we go and we do whatever we think so like i say if you're going to spend it spend on something worthwhile something that's special to you you know maybe you want to invest in your home i don't know maybe you want to take the refund and set up some type of alarm system or something or i don't know um to make you feel good like a feel good the summer's coming maybe you want to buy a nice patio set to make your life more comfortable for the summer yeah, you know, so, you're tired you know, of stepping out on that uh, rickety old deck that uh, you've been walking out to on for years. Maybe it's time to think about uh, repairing yeah. or fixing or replacing it. There's, yeah, you know what? You're looking out at that driveway and thinking it's a little cracked. You look at your neighbors; it's not uh, yours. Isn't doing as hot as theirs is. You know what? 
time time to do something that makes you happy every time you pull into your driveway. How about you sure, replace your yeah, driveway? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it costs you more than what than what your refund is, take the take you know if you have a line of credit and do it, and take the refund and pay the interest back on the line of credit. Really, be creative with your. I guess what I'm trying to say is be creative with your tax refund. You know, anything that makes you feel good about how you use it. You know, this is your tax return. So whether that means, you know, you're using it, your refund to pay off debt, you know, allowing it to grow through investments or securing your future, you have plenty of ways to make it happen. So whatever you spend it on, make sure it feels right and it fits into your needs. You know, make sure it's something that will make you happy. And don't just throw it away and be frivolous. Well, you could, I guess, but but really sit and think about about it. And if you get in the proper habits of using your tax refund, you know what? Every single year, your life will be that much better because you know what you know what to expect every year, and you know what you're going to do. Remember, a little from a little equals a lot. So think about: I'm going to get my refund in the next, I don't know, three weeks or whatever, right? So already have a plan for it, what you're going to do. One of the things we talked about, do one, right? Spend it on yourself or pay down the debt or build an emergency fund. But whatever you spend it on, like I say, make sure it feels right for you. That's all. And that's so important, making sure that that whatever your plan is, it's something that makes you fulfilled and makes you happy. And some for some people that may be paying down debt, for others it might be buying something nice or improving their home or investing in themselves or their children's education. So many different things you can do. If you want to chat with Kelvin about any of this, askkelvin.ca is his website. That's askkelvin.ca. You can click on the schedule a call link and book a time and date of your choosing to chat with Kelvin, or you can call him directly, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Kelvin, thanks again for making this another great show, putting some ideas in our heads, some things that we could be doing with that uh, tax return when it comes, or you know, maybe we already spent it. So maybe we're thinking about it for <laughs> next year, but that's so, so many of the things that we talk about. You don't have to act on it right now, but you could think about it and put it into action next year. And if you comes up and you think about something anytime, askkelvin.ca or 416-457-7526, 416-457-PLAN. I think I'm pushing the clock here, so it's time <laughs> for us to say goodbye and enjoy your Sunday. Stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.